The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. What am I doing? Welcome to it. What am I doing? Oh, I know. Right here on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. So, earlier this week, we got news that NASA rover on Mars sent back photos. uh, A pair of curious photos uh, from March that uh, showed what many believe is proof that there was a genuine spaceship and bones visible on Mars. Many people, many alien enthusiasts believe this shows Life on Mars. Fossilized bones coming out of the ground on Mars. NASA, of course, uh, denying, (laughs) like they always do. And there's more and more overwhelming uh, news that humans and other beings have been and are on Mars. And these bones are just a small piece of the Mars pie. Robert David Steele, an American activist, former CIA was on a radio talk show hosted by the Alex Jones. And he, well, you know what? I'll let them tell you. This may strike your listeners as way out, but we actually believe that there is a colony on Mars that is populated by children who were kidnapped and sent into space on a 20-year ride uh, so that once they get to Mars, they have no alternative but to be slaves on the Mars colony. Wait. Uh, there's all kinds of well, look. I know 90% of the, of, the, of the NASA missions are secret, and I've been told by high-level NASA engineers 
that the, you have no idea. There's so much stuff going on. But then it goes off into all that. I mean, yeah, that's the kind of thing the media jumps on. But Can I we, this, stop for just we a see second, a bunch stop of. For just a second. I, I want to get. I will get back to the the slaves being sent to Mars. But can we just back that up a little bit? I'd like to. I think that's the host, Alex Jones. I'm not positive if that's Alex or if that's David Steele, but who talks about being. Uh, he's been told by high level NASA people that all kinds of things are going on, right? Is that what he's been... Th- Can we hear that again? Well, there's all kinds of... Well, look, I know 90% of the, of the, of the NASA missions are 90%. secret. I've been told by high-level NASA engineers that the, you have no idea. There's so much stuff going on, but then it goes off into all that. I mean, you know, that's the stop, kind of thing the media... Please, stop, yeah, I, please play that again. 90% I've been told by high-level NASA engineers we have no idea... What's going on? Is that right? Uh, please play it again. That's well, I, look, I know 90% of the, of, the, of the NASA missions are secret, and I've been told by high-level NASA engineers that the, you have no idea. There's so much stuff going on, but then it goes off into all that. I mean, you know, that's the kind of thing the media jumps on. But I know this. We see a bunch of a mechanical wreckage on Mars. And people say, oh, look, it looks like, you know, mechanics. They go, oh, you're conspiracy terrorists. Clearly, they don't want us looking into what's happening. Every time probes go over, they turn them off. Right Right, right. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Steele said we actually believe there's a colony on Mars that is populated by children who were kidnapped and sent into space on a 20-year ride. (laughs) So for those of you that are using children as sex slaves, Perhaps a 20-year ride isn't the smartest thing to do because they're not children by the time they get there. But hey, what do I know? But look, 90% of the NASA projects are secret. We know that. We know that. We also know that Alex Jones, the radio talk show host who you heard uh, interviewing uh, Steele, has been told by high-level NASA engineers that all kinds of stuff is going on. Disprove that is what I'm asking. Okay? Disprove that. Now, I will say this, that... um, NASA has uh, kind of responded. Uh, They've responded with, uh, yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, uh, you know, no. Uh, That really hasn't, not, not that they needed to respond. And, of course, you would, naturally assume that uh, NASA would deny running a child slave colony on Mars. Right? But when you have the bones coming back, okay, you have the pictures from the rover coming back that looks like a ship, looks like bones protruding from the ground. I mean... You either have to say, 
hold the press conference. Uh, yes, uh, we at NASA have been running a child slavery. <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. Yes, uh, we at NASA have been running a uh, child slave ring on Mars. We know that many of you believe that uh, travel to Mars has uh, not been happening except for uh, rovers, but uh, we've been sending sex slaves uh, to Mars for uh, years now. And uh, But they're not going to do that. NASA is not going to do that. What are they going to do? They're going to deny the interplanetary conspiracy. Let me get this straight. NASA is running a sex slave, child slave ring from Earth to Mars. But we have to hitch a ride on a spaceship from Russia even just to go to the the space station? Hmm. That seems kind of strange. What do you think that Elon Musk... I mean, maybe Elon Musk is a smoke screen. That's why he's getting all that government money. He's a smoke screen. So that NASA is able to deny running kidnapped children to Mars. We can't be, we, we have to deny that. Elon can't even make a ship to go to Mars yet. What do you mean? We're not running a sex slave ring of children to Mars that end up not being children by the time they get to Mars. But hey, but I mean, listen, I'm going to replay the interview from the Alex Jones radio program. And according to this article, it airs on 118 stations. I'd be fascinated to see a list of those 114 stations, but it airs on 114. I'm just going by the story. And this is a riveting interview with David Steele. This may strike your listeners as way out, but we actually believe that there is a colony on Mars that is populated by children who were kidnapped and sent into space on a 20-year ride uh, so that once they get to Mars, they have no alternative but to be slaves on the Mars colony. Uh, there's all kinds right. of... Right? Look, I know 90% of the, of the, of the NASA missions are secret, and I'm told by high-level NASA, NASA engineers that the, you have no idea. There's so much stuff going on, but then it goes off into all that. I mean, you know, that's the kind of thing the media jumps on, but I know this. We see a bunch of a mechanical wreckage on Mars, and people say, oh, look, it looks like, you know, mechanics. They go, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. Clearly, they don't want us looking into what's happening. Every time probes go over, they turn them off. Clearly, they don't want us to look into what's happening. Please, I, I want to understand exactly what Alex is saying so that I understand completely what he's saying. So please replay Alex because I'm fascinated by his proof. Well, I, look, I know 90% of the, of the, of the NASA missions are secret, secret. and I've told by high-level NASA engineers told by engineers, that, high that level. you have no idea. There's so much no stuff idea. going There's on, so but then it goes off into on. all that. But then it I mean, goes you know, off that's into all that. the media jumps on, but that's I know this. Stop. But that's the stuff that the media jumps on. The media jumps on all that. So 90% of the NASA missions are secret. NASA high-level engineers have told them that all kinds of stuff is going on, and the media jumps all over that. Am I right? Okay. I want to clarify. Go ahead. 
we see a bunch of a mechanical wreckage on Mars. And people say, oh, look, it looks like, you know, mechanics. They go, oh, you're conspiracy terrorists. Clearly, they don't want us looking into what's happening. Every time probes go over, they turn them off. Clearly, they don't want us to look into what's happening. Clearly. And that's exactly why NASA has denied any of this. <laughs> Those lying. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. So I want to say thank you to AutoNation. AutoNation in... uh, North Richland Hills, Texas. That's uh, where I bought uh, my last car that I just bought, my uh, Rolls Royce. And uh, they uh, look, don't look down on me. Okay, if you can afford a Rolls, you'd buy one too. Uh, it's a used one. <laughs> it's not like I could afford a new one. And remember, I talked about how there was an issue with the steering shaft intermediate coupler. It made the noise, driving me insane. And uh, there was an issue. And, uh, well, anyway, long story short, why would I do that? That's dumb. Uh, They have fixed it. And they fixed it out of the, they took care of it. They fixed the problem. They were more than happy to do it. And I just wanted to say thank you. Auto Nation, because I, I know I, I may have said a couple of things that, well, they were unfounded. They weren't at the time, but they are now. So I just want to thank them very much. If you have an opportunity to purchase a car online or in person at Auto Nation, North Richland Hills, Texas, you go right ahead. There's some fine people that work. There's no, there's no deal. I get told, I get asked my ears, that's satisfying, your plug hole. There's no deal. There's no deal. I just wanted to thank them because I beat them up on the air at the time. Because, you know, remember they gave me such a hard, the guy said, it's not a safety issue, we don't have to fix it. You bought the used car as is. That's the way you get it. It's not like the old days. Sorry. You have to live with it. But, oh, here's the post-it note with how much it'll cost to fix it if you want to pull it in. We could probably get you in next Tuesday. We know it's Friday, but it's next we can get you in next Tuesday. And I may have been a little angry hearing that. When there was no need, because in the end, they took care of it. And they fixed it. They got it done. I no longer have the steering shaft intermediate coupler noise in my rolls. I mean, look. 
look. If you see me in it, it probably doesn't look like a Rolls. But it's my it's my Rolls. Okay? It's my Rolls. So. All right. So we talked about the lady who ran over uh, the purse snatcher in uh, a Walmart parking lot. There's also a story out of Oklahoma. Another Walmart story. Woman, 29. Found dead in the women's bathroom in Oklahoma. 29-year-old. Was in a cubicle, a bathroom stall, dead. Sad. Uh, No one knows why she was there, uh, what she was doing in Oklahoma. It was quite a ways away from where she lived. Um, No one knows why she was there in Tulsa at the Walmart. But what makes this story even more interesting Aside from the fact that no one knows why she was there, I mean, you can guess, right? She she lived uh, fifty, I think, fifty miles away, something like that. There was no reason for her to be there, and fifty miles in Texas. I mean, really, fifty miles in Texas is nothing. But it's not where she's from, and you know, no one knows why she was there. You can make the assumption that maybe she was there buying something that Walmart doesn't sell. Perhaps she purchased it outside of the Walmart. Uh, You know, a product that you wouldn't want people seeing you take. So you would say, I don't know, go into a bathroom stall to take that substance or that product. And then you would leave. So she goes into the stall and she dies. An employee comes in. Employee comes in on a a Friday and says, how come that door is locked? I must be out of order and slaps an out of order sign on it. Now Walmart is usually pretty proud of themselves on the employees they hire, but I would say that that particular employee may need to be have some retraining. Oh, look, this door won't open. I won't bend down to see if anyone's in there. I'm just going to slap an out-of-order sign on it. Don't have to clean that stall tonight and move on. So three days later, the maintenance guy comes in and says, what the heck? Nobody told me about this out-of-order toilet. And he, you know, Jimmy's opened the stall, and there she's laying. <laughs> well, it's not funny. But she's laying in the stall. She's laid in that stall for like three days. Now, that, that's sad in itself. But no one knows actually why she was there, which is even doubly sad. But I would say that perhaps if you work for a retail, any type of retail store that has multiple stalls with closing doors, if one hasn't opened in quite some time, this is a rule of thumb on my part. Don't just slap an out of order sign on the outside. Do it, at least check. At least bend. You know, at least bend down. I don't even, you don't even have to bend down all the way. Just bend down. See if you can. I don't know. See somebody dead in the stall. 
Or you just slap the sign out and walk away, you know, whatever. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. On the Blaze Radio Network. Eight 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 nine zero zero thirty three ninety three is the phone number. You know, I'm still stuck on the twenty nine year old in uh, in Tulsa. Um. Sad. You know, it's a, such a sad way to go. Um, and I don't know that the, I mean, there's always, it doesn't matter. Whatever way you die is sad. I know. But do you want to die in a Walmart toilet stall? Really? Is that what you're looking forward to? Really? And then on top of, Dying in the Walmart toilet stall. Dingleberry from the fishing rod department walks in and goes, Oh, it must be out of order. Just stab a sign on it. And so nobody cleans it for three days. Okay. Come on. Come on. Now they're saying that her death isn't suspicious. So, you wonder, I mean, the videotape shows her going in, and then she goes into the restroom. So, it's not like she bought cyanide. It's not like she bought that at the store. So, it could be anything. Anyway, it's just sad. Just sad. Just sad. The one thing we do know about that particular story is it. It's in Tulsa. Now, we have signed up for the Walker Stalker Con that's taking place in Tulsa. The first of next month. They have not gotten back to us because we were going to go there. We were going to do Talking Fear and Talking Walking Dead and do some interviews and spend the weekend in Tulsa. I spent a weekend there. Not like a lifetime. Uh, they've not gotten back to us. And I'm a little, uh, I'm starting to get a little hurt. I'm starting to feel a little, a little twinge in my heart like they're thinking about, ah, uh, oh, yeah, you know, you pass this been denied. Uh, we really appreciate you uh, inquiring about uh, coming here and we hope you, uh, you know, talk about us and we really appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, no. Now, nothing is going to stop you from coming to Tulsa and spending the money to come inside and walk around. You won't be able to interview anyone or bring any equipment, but you can come. Oh, thank you. So both those particular places are in the great state of Oklahoma. 
I have a good friend of mine who is from Texas, born and raised, born in Big Spring, Texas. Lives right here in, just in Dallas. Lives right here in Dallas. And uh, he doesn't even like living this close to Oklahoma. <laughs> I don't even like living this close. You can smell it. So that maybe, I mean, maybe he's onto something. But one thing for sure, it is in Florida. And we do like to hear about some crazy stuff that happens in Florida every week, all the time. I lived in Florida for many years. I know that Florida is probably number one. Texas is growing, although this week it seems Oklahoma is trying to make a, a run for for something to get move up the list a little bit uh, on the crazy stuff that happens in their state. But Florida is still number one, far and away. And that's why we like to check in with ChuckInFlorida.com. ChuckInFlorida.com, welcome. Greetings from Florida, Jeffy, where I will not be visiting a Walmart bathroom this day. Are you positive about that? Usually I try to do my business before I visit a Walmart. Really? You've been in the Walmart bathrooms. I have. They keep them clean. Yeah. Sure. I do. Oh, seriously. You've not. I mean, most of the the Walmart uh, stores, and most of them are super centers now. Yeah. uh, They are. you know, the days of the old uh, Walmarts with the two feet wide aisles barely get one cart down the aisle. Right. Yeah, uh, they renovated a lot gone. of them that way. You're those, right. Those days are long gone. This so, is I mean, true. Those bathrooms are really nice now. They usually have a crew that comes in, except in Tulsa, where they just say, oh, door's locked. Out of order. <laughs> Move along now. Nothing to see here. Was there a body in there for three days? Oh, wow. I, I just thought it was I thought it was out of order. The door was locked. <laughs> By the way, I just wanted to let you know I will not be buying you anything for our anniversary next week. It's our one-year anniversary of being on the show together. Well, I mean, I already purchased a gift. How could I forget you, something you so what? wonderful? I already I'm, purchased a gift. I, how could I? I mean, Chuck, this is such a huge, huge addition <laughs> to the broadcast. I mean, I can't believe it. it seems it's gone by so fast. I can't believe you kept a straight face this long. <laughs> no, Chuck, I, I've got the gift already, right, in my office. God, now i got to go out way. and find something, man. It's not I, bad enough i got birthdays and family and stuff. i got to remember this. Um, you know, has it only been a year? Because most, whew, man. Woof. <laughs> Certainly doesn't seem like a year, I'll tell you that. Twelve solid months of uh, weird stories from Florida that um, should be making the news that maybe aren't. All right, so what do you got for me? So I've got a report of a Florida woman who allegedly stole more than $93,000 of city funds to pay for her Brazilian butt lift. Did we talk about this? Did we talk about okay, this well, story already? It was, it was 8500 just for the butt lift, but yeah. She's, yeah no, but she's, we talked about this story already. No, you're, you're celebrating our anniversary early by No, drinking. we had it on the list. We didn't talk about it last week. Are you sure? Did we talk about it? I think we did. Wow. I remember this story about the Brazilian butt lift. I remember most Brazilian butt lift stories. There's then I'm going to life. move along like nothing well, happened. I'm positive because she stole the city money. Yeah. Maybe I just remember reading about it because I was thinking, what an idiot. Why would you do that to just for a butt Well, I know lift. I sent it to you last week, but I thought we didn't have time because it was my last story and we didn't get to it. But yeah, it was. There may have been uh, a reason, why, may have been a reason why I didn't get to it. Yeah. <laughs> See, there's sometimes I don't get to things because 
Maybe you choose not to. I think to myself, well, you know, a lot of you know the Brazilian butt lift story. Yeah, yeah we could pass that. But go ahead. Yeah, we, yeah. So you know, she stole the money. I guess the city wasn't uh, paying much attention, and uh, they're due to have an audit. And they said, mm, there's not a lot of oversight of these funds. Apparently, well, that's what happens. People start. That's what happens when you start uh, when you start t- dipping your hand into the till, especially well, if she you think been you're fine. Gonna- but I guess. I guess she got a little carried away and had uh, dipped too frequently. And so the city was finding out that they were short on funds at the end of the year. Yeah. You, yeah. you end up thinking, especially if you're gonna, even if you're going to pay it back, you think you're going to pay it back and you keep track of it. You go, okay, well, I'm, I'm, it's only 1000 You know, I, I've, no problem. I got to get this back. And I, you know, I'll pay it back gradually. And you might put 100 back in. So you got like 900 yeah. You start to pay it back. In, and then, in this case, it was $61,000. Well, I know. Yeah, I know. But then, then, you, then you decide, you know what? Uh, I need a butt lift. Right. <laughs> and so, look, there's 60 grand there. I can take it. Nobody knows. I'll put it back. Yeah. I'll yeah. put it back. Everybody would be so, so happy to see my new Brazilian well, you know, butt lift that they're going to give me cash. And then there's that cash. time where she took a uh, uh, $31,000 out over the course of 36 credit card charges to her supervisor's card. Nah, uh, yeah, you know, another $500 to a co-worker's card. It, it totals up after a while, but I mean, you know, eventually they're going to see it, I think. Nobody knows. <laughs> All right, what's the ice cream story with the deputy? McDonald's beating over a broken ice cream machine? Because I got to tell you, the McDonald's ice cream machine that's broken pisses me off, too. I was just going to say, can you not relate to this? I'm, I'm just about there with you, you know? I'm thinking Daytona Beach, three customers are upset. They're in the drive-thru. We just want some damned ice cream. It's, right. it's 98,000 degrees in Florida right now, and we wanted some cool ice cream. But make matters worse when they go into, in, into the store and complain, apparently there was a customer eating ice cream there. So either uh, they had just taken the machine down for maintenance and they didn't get there in time, or they're being lied to, so they jump the counter and start beating the hell out of the employees. Good. <laughs> Somehow I knew you were going to sympathize with this. Good. One. <laughs> I can't tell you how frustrating it is to go to McDonald's and say, or maybe order a big order, which is about a million dollars now. Right. And then in that order, well, uh, you know, instead of, you know what, I won't. And this is, you know, for those of us that are watching our way, uh, you'd say, oh, you know, I won't order the chocolate shake. But while they're, or while they're bringing up the order, hey, give me an ice cream cone. It's only a buck. Yeah. Give me an ice cream cone, one of the single ice cream cones, and I'll just, you know, I'll just have an ice cream cone while I wait for the order to come. Not that I would ever do that, but it's a way to, it's a way to do that. Even if, mm-hmm. even if the times when you're not watching, you're waiting, you're waiting on the chocolate shake, you get the ice cream cone too. But that's another story. But then they say, oh no, the, we're sorry, sir. The ice cream machine is down. I mean, I just want to walk out. Forget the whole order. Yeah, right yeah. At that at that point, it's like okay, I've had enough. You know, I'm frustrated. Yeah, but to make matters worse, this. you're in the drive-through, and you know they screw you in the drive-through. To to quote the documentary, you know, one of those things. What what where, which documentary is that, Chuck? Uh, I believe it was uh, one of the um, Murtaugh uh, was the character, or, um, the the police officer that was in the documentary. I, the name is escaping me now. Um, Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Yes. The second yes, one. Yes, it was. There you go. Danny I believe, Glover. I believe it was the second one, right? Yes. Yes, it was. With uh, So, you know, when you when you have one of those documentaries that show you they screw you at the di- drive through to make it PG, uh, and, and you walk in and people are eating ice cream, what are you going to do? And then they tell you that the ice cream machine is broken. 
How could the ice cream machine be broken if people are sitting here eating ice cream? That's all I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, apparently a melee ensued. They jumped the counter and people pulling hair and the three women that got into a fight were eventually arrested. Well, that's a shame. And I, I hope they are. I hope they're let go fast enough. And I hope the McDonald's employees suffer. wow yeah yeah let's see them fix that with a kiosk no there you go (laughs) bastards oh another another favorite story from the week has to be the guy uh who's a sheriff's deputy in pinellas county who was arrested i'm sorry he wasn't arrested he was let go uh for having alleged pornographic material racist uh, memes and various other things that uh, were offensive and he was part of the program where they're supposed to be training people to replace you know uh, uh, those who were not in in certain um, sectors that you know didn't get hired often like uh, minorities and women and so forth and, and I guess he he found that he had to turn in his cell phone and they found all kinds of nasty stuff on it. Why did he have to turn in his cell phone? Yeah. Was Corporal it, I mean, Pappas company 46 cell phone? had to resign from the agency. And um, there is a quote here that would give you an example. If, if you know, you were, you were looking for something to say, this is pretty bad. Let's get this guy out of here. He was talking about the women's march against Trump shortly after he was elected. And it said here that in one day, Trump got more fat women out walking than Michelle Obama did in eight years. That's an old one. It is. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's just a, that was just a stupid meme. He's in trouble for having that? Well, that, that and apparently he... I mean, sorry, that, that's a fact. That, <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't fire a police officer for showing facts. Well, he did show his genitals on the shooting range and took photos of it. I uh, guess that was something they didn't appreciate, too. <laughs> I mean, that could be an issue. You're right. That could be an issue. You're not supposed to take pictures. Well, I mean, you, you know, you're going to take um, tea on the range with you. You shouldn't bring tea bags. I'm sorry. Was that too far? It's sad. Is what it is. It's sad. sad. Okay. Sad. Moving on. Now we're not moving on. We're, gonna, we're, still, no, we're not going to move on. We're not moving on. We're leaving it as sad. <laughs> we're not moving on. So Chuck and Florida.com, uh, we're leaving it as sad. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio, Instagram, at Jeffy MRA. I'm still, uh, I'm still kind of reeling over the ice cream, okay? You know how f- devastating it is? And, and I use the word devastating because it is twofold. Uh, sometimes they get you where it's really bad. If you can pull into the drive-thru, let's say, oh, you know what sounds good? Let's just get a McDonald's ice cream cone. It's a buck. And some McDonald's charges a dollar. Some McDonald's charges a dollar twenty. They need to get some. They they need to work on that whole pricing index, but you know that you're not going to spend more than a buck fifty for the McDonald's cone. It's not an ice cream cone. It's a cone. I'm reminded of that because it's not ice cream. 
So the the cold, frozen, kind of frozen substance that looks kind of like ice cream that they put in a cone that's worth a buck. If you pull into the drive-thru and they go, hey, I'd like a, I just want a, I just want a cone. Oh, we're sorry. The ice cream machine is down today, sir. Most of the time, you can still got time to get out of the drive-thru. Oh, crap. Anything, anything else we can help you with? No. And you can pull out. But. I don't know. Maybe perhaps it's me because, of, you know, there's more people with me all the time that want ice cream. And it's not just me that pulls into McDonald's eight times a day. You pull into the drive-thru and you order the cone and you get in where you can't get out. Now you're in the drive-thru. You can't get out. You already, you've already ordered. And you get up to the window and... Oh, I'm sorry, sir. The ice cream machine is down. Uh, I didn't realize that when I took your order. So anything else we can help you with? No! This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.